This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Friday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for our opening market discussion. Matt, yesterday, the WASD release. Yeah, I mean, with the WASD report, basically, uh, you came in here and you didn't do much on corn as far as U.S. is concerned. Feed, uh, seed, and industrial usage was lowered by 10 million bushels. It didn't really touch anything else. We felt like they could actually have raised um, corn usage for ethanol that didn't that didn't happen regardless your carryout ended up up 10 million bushels at 2.172 billion you know that's a big number and quite frankly as i look back we haven't seen a number like that since the 2018 crop so you know uh, i still think that the trade uh, continues to be on kind of a hangover from what's going on there as far as the world's concerned very interesting, in my opinion, that the USDA and CONAB from Brazil are diverging as much as what they are. I mean, we'll start with corn. I mean, you know, you look at uh, the USDA is at, oh, let me think, uh, USDA on Brazil has got them at 124, okay? For last year, they've got them at 137 million tons. Well, CONAB for last year's crops at 131.9, and for this year's crop, uh, they're down at 113.7. So, you know, Conab's actually 5 million tons below the USDA for the uh, for last year's crop. You know, and they're 11 million tons below the USDA for this year's crop, uh, 10, 10 to 11. And so, you know, I don't know. It's they're very interesting. USDA is typically very slow, you know, to adjust uh, production in other countries. But I feel like maybe this year they're there, there, there's a lot of question marks, and uh, soybeans is the same thing. You know, Brazil's at is at uh, 156, but they raise last year's crop to 162, which was very interesting. Conab for last year's crops at 154.6, for this year they're cleared down at 149.4. So the USDA at 156 is easily the largest uh, estimate for Brazilian production. I'm not totally sure. I'm not, uh, you know, trying to say they're wrong. I just think that uh, we're going to learn a heck of a lot more here over the next two or three months as production uh, uh, continues to happen because harvest reports for us, uh, we continue to hear about some disappointing yields. Based on what we learned in the report yesterday, any indication on what we might see here in the marketplace today and maybe going into next week? Yeah, I mean, today it just looks like a path of least resistance is lower. You know, the corn market was able to settle in the middle of its range, which was nice to see. Of course, we went down and made another new low yesterday. Made an, uh, You know, we're trying to make a new low here overnight. Uh, soybeans actually were able to get up off the mat. Uh, soybeans had a pretty good run yesterday and got uh, to where the March beans closed up four and a half cents. But you look here this morning, you know, corn's down two to three beans are down seven to eight it's just pretty uh pretty aggravating no not able to get anything going here on the other side of the ag marketplace matt what's taking place with the livestock hey we got something good to talk about finally you know you look at uh, cattle for instance and i'll tell you what these april cattle uh uh they went down uh, went down hard you know uh down 30 some uh, bucks yeah, from that high of 199, you know, and then you turn around, and I know a lot of folks were saying these cattle are dead on arrival, but, <clears throat> you know, you look right now, and April cattle are 186.57 on the close yesterday. That's the highest that we've seen in, uh, since about, I'm going to call it the second week in November, you know, so this market continues to race higher. We're above all moving averages on uh, fat cattle. And, um, you know, quite frankly, I think that this market could have a little more room to run. So I don't think it's hurting anything whatsoever that corn continues to make new lows. You look over at the feeders and it's the same type of discussion. You're above all of your moving averages. You've got the 
Peters at uh, let's see, April closed at two fifty one ninety two. You know, the last time we saw a trade like that, that would have been clear back in uh, October, actually, as far as feeders are concerned. So, uh, the cattle market looks awfully strong. We're getting to a level though where I think a lot of folks need to start thinking, hey, yeah, this looks great, sounds great, everybody's bullish. You know, maybe we need to be thinking about a little bit of risk management. And on the hog side of things. Yeah, I mean, hogs actually uh, have performed okay, but the problem is they just can't seem to sustain anything. I guess one thing I've said a lot lately is hogs don't seem like they can stand prosperity. You know, so over the last five days, I mean, we basically trended lower. I mean, we got clear up into, oh, I don't know, a little over $86, you know, as far as FEBs are concerned. And now we're back down here, uh, closed overnight, 80.35. Again, we're just having a hard time sustaining any sort of a rally effort. I don't think that there's near the interest in uh, owning uh, uh, pork as what there is whenever you look over at the beef side of things. So uh, chopping higher overall on on the chart, but uh, I don't expect uh, to be making any uh, new highs uh, right away. You're right in the midst of all your moving averages. It's probably what you would call maybe a little bit of a healthy market. It just isn't a bullish one. Wrapping up here today, we've been talking a lot in the office here recently about the price of beef moving forward after what we've learned in the cattle inventory report and knowing about the extremely low numbers in the cattle herd in this country. What are your viewpoints in kind of the next year, I guess, when we think about going to the grocery store and looking at beef on the shelves? You know, I think that you could make new all-time highs as far as fat cattle are concerned, which could drive some of those prices at the retail level uh, quite a bit higher. Part of the reason for that is that your cattle on feed, you know, and your placements could be rather low. Uh, considering that, uh, you've got to assume that uh, this being a futures market, some of that is being built into the market today. Uh, but can the market go up and maybe go to that magical $200 level that I think a lot of folks really wanted to see? Uh, yeah, I think it's possible. And so, uh, you know, as you maybe decide to keep some of these heifers this year instead of feed them and sell them, uh, you know, it's going to really lower those cattle on feed and placements numbers, which I think could uh, precipitate even more speculative buying. So um, with that being said, though, Mark, I think from a producer standpoint, a consumer standpoint, you're talking two different things. As a consumer, you know, you probably have a chance of having to pay more for beef this year. On the producer side, I don't want to get bullish at $186 cattle, so I'm just trying to uh, be as smart as what we can be. you got to look at it through the lens that you're looking through, and you asked about the consumer, and yeah, I think they may have to pay a little bit higher prices this year. Matt Bennett of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Matt, what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Yeah, it's just uh, agmarket.net, best place to be able to get a hold of us, find out more about what we do, and uh, uh, you can get a hold of our technology. We've got all kinds of good tools there. Thanks so much for the information here today. Have a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Same to you, bud. That was Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn up three quarters of a cent at 434 even. March soybeans down three even at 11.90 and a half. March soybean meal down $4.50 at 342.60. March soybean oil up 38 cents at 48.32. Chicago wheat up 11 and a quarter at 5.99 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up three and three quarters at 6.87 and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat up four and a half at 6.05 and a half. And March oats up three quarters of a cent at 3.79 and a half. On the Merck, February live cattle up 72 cents at 184.50. March feeder cattle up $1.22 at 248.07. April lean hogs up a dollar even at 81.35. April pork cutout down a dollar 27 at 88.12, and Class Three milk down 11 cents at 16.12. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>